In the motion picture industry, the star vehicle is a tale as old as time, a way to take a bankable star and rake the public for some extra cashola before they move on to a newer make and model. We know referring to human actors as objects isn't great, but we do love a solid star vehicle. When was the last time you said no to an Angelina Jolie movie? Um, never. Do we care about plot and solid writing? Nope. Not when Julia Roberts graces our screen. So, we're watching movies the way your mom watches them. We are asking a lot of questions we'll never have the answers to, but we're keeping our eyes peeled for the stars. Movie critics, we are not. But that won't stop us from preserving this sacred art form. Join us each week as we recap, reframe, and sometimes rewrite your favorite star vehicle. Okay, what's up, Breaking Breaking news. Breaking news. We are covering hot off the press. Hot from the press. Hot. Ow, ow, ow. Ooh. Ooh. You might burn Ooh. yourself if you get too close. If right. you get to that cast iron pan that Karen touched in Halloween in 2018. One. Honestly, the script from this movie does feel like they typed it up really quickly and printed it out and then as as soon as it came out of the printer they grabbed it and they're like start <laughs> I read no time to edit no time to edit this that blows my mind because a first script will spend like years and years and years being worked on and then this like a sequel is like money get it going now i think they wrote this in like three months <laughs> i would say easily. i would say quicker and uh, well again we're quicker. we're gonna spend obviously this episode talking about the movie but it really felt like it felt like one of those movies where i haven't seen them but i have seen the trailer so i have enough information to go on it's like like those new year's eve mother's day movies where it's like there's 30 different characters and they're all on camera for five minutes like no no one was in this movie for more than six minutes Probably, yeah. Literally. Total screen time, if you counted, yes. I would love to do an analysis of the screen time in this movie. I want to see like a pie chart breakdown and every Spoiler alert. Color. Spoiler alert. Jamie Lee Curtis is in the movie for eight minutes. <laughs> less. Ma- I, I, less, maybe. I think six. And she's doing- I would put money on six. And she's doing my dream role, Ugh, which is bad, a- bad acting. <laughs> she's horizontal say, the whole movie. Well, she- I was really going to say good for her because when you start getting like a little bit older, you really, your production days, you want to spend them laying. Right. In a comfy bed. So, in a little row. Seriously, good for her. Good for her. Good for her. I was like, somebody negotiated correctly for this. Yeah. But I get this, the sense that she's more earnest and would have loved to have gotten her hands dirty in this one. I, You know what? I bet I can see that she was definitely behind the camera. Every day, looking at the takes, looking at the dailies. That's a, that's a technical dailies. word, by the way. And Yeah, we don't want to alienate you, but we <laughs> do know some technical terms. Cut. No. <laughs> so she, I bet she was definitely, in, she was there every day for sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Producer Jamie took her role seriously. Yeah. Did we expect any less? She understood the assignment in 2018. This is our episode for Halloween Kills 2021. Oh my god. This year. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. That, that, that was this year. Right. I think okay, we wanted to thank our new viewers, our potential new listeners, and um we wanted to kick off today's pod with, with a celebration. A celebration of you guys. And us. Actually, it's us too. It's you guys celebrating, celebrating us. us. 
is like this how is it like, really is. This is like in the LuLaRoe documentary, this is the convention. Mm-hmm. This is the convention. And Kelly instead of Kelly Clarkson singing, we're just going to read some of the reviews because mm-hmm. I am just shocked that anyone would take time out of their day to write a review. <laughs> so, and Me these, too. And these were so cute and... Okay, why don't very nice? Why don't you read? Why don't you read the first two and then I'll read the second two, just so we can shout out the wonderful fans. Okay, so our latest comment um, from Abby Jean, Abby underscore Jean. Thank you. She writes, obsessed. Popped up on my (laughs) four. Take your time. Just, I just, I just slur through it. Yeah, take your time. Popped up on my for you page, so I gave it a listen, and I can't stop laughing. Oh my god, I hope she's okay. I, be, I hope she's okay. I hope you're okay. I hope you stopped <laughs> just to sleep at least. Yeah. I want to be friends with these two. They are hilarious, and I can't wait for more. Oh my god. We tricked her. We or him. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I would. I really don't want to gender not, let's any not assign of these Let's not a label. No, of course not. That was wonderful. Thank you so much, Abby Jean. That's so nice of you. Seriously. <laughs> Especially with those no little joke. laughing We're not, emojis. No jokes. Oh, no, I'm not kidding. Okay, next one. Uh, next one I see from JLo Forever. Which hmm. we haven't confirmed, but I would I would put money that it this is JLo's account. I think it's from her team. Yeah. So let's 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 read it with that uh that veil, if we will. Okay, yeah. Uh, this this person writes, the best movie pod. Wow, just wow. Not only do these guys have taste in movies, they're funny. How is this much comedy in one pod legal? Great job. We'll be tuning in every week. And <laughs> I knew this was from Jennifer Lopez because she used the word job. And we know that Jennifer Lopez is obsessed with going to work. She so, loves work. She loves work. This is from JLo. Mm-hmm. Thanks, JLo. Thank you, JLo. Another one. You. Another one from, and I can't, I'll just spell this. It says E U D D Y K O. I don't know how to put those letters into sounds, but if that's mm-hmm. you, thank you. Another person who I guess is having a medical condition, because this person says, I can't stop laughing. Y'all, Ooh. y'all randomly popped up on my FYP, which, what does that stand for? Um, I had to tell Steven that that stands for For You page. Oh, right. From TikTok. On TikTok. And decided, decided, so we <laughs> didn't, old. not forced, not forced, guys. This is not a pyramid scheme. To look up your podcast and I can't stop listening and laughing with you. Two, cry, two laugh emojis again. Please keep making more episodes. Well, your wish is our command. And then, and then we'll we have back. we have another one. We have one that says, finally, that's the title, from Star 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 Jones, who I can only imagine is Star Jones from The Star View. Star Jones. And she, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it has to be. It says, I too have been concerned about the movie star's presence in society. Keep up the good work. That's Star Jones. I mean, she's very analytical. She's very, she's very interested in, in academics. This is, so we have two celebs and two... Um, Two, two people. Common fans. Right, which is... Two, two celebs, two people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so... That, that's, two celeb reviewers, two people. <laughs> two celebs, two people, me. and there's Dead. room for more. So if you would like to write write a review, um, 
we will definitely read it on the air. Mm-hmm. And if it's incentive, and it, ha- I mean, I'll say it, but it it has to be it has to be five stars, otherwise we can't read it. We legally legally not read it. We talked it's not five stars. We talked to we our talked to our team, our attorney, Star Jones, and she said, yeah, no. Yeah, no, we will not read it if it's not five stars. So just keep that in mind. Something yeah. to keep in mind. Keep it in mind. Anyway. Back your, now back that your we, mind. Now that we've gotten that. Out of the way. Out of the way. <laughs> what do they call that? Um, oh, never mind. <laughs> you good? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's not all right. What is it? Like a... We got our administrative business off the table. Oh, admin. Yeah, our admin. Our I ad- love <laughs> abbreviating to admin. I don't know why. I think it's so yeah, funny. we've got the admin work done, so we're ready to dive into into this week's episode. Um, do you want to read? Now, this again, this is breaking news, hot off the press. So, if you have not seen Halloween Kills, I would recommend watching it before we go through it, because obviously we're going to have to talk about the plot. And there are scenes that not only could you have not predicted, but there are also genuinely some some twists and turns. But um, we're going to start with a general summary, but this is your warning now that we are going to go through the plot. Yeah, I definitely wanted to say so many spoilers in this. Please don't don't listen to this if you have not watched this. It is so much fun. You have to stop now and go it's, watch it. Oh, and it's on Please. Peacock. So if you don't want to go to the movie theater, it's it's on Peacock right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pe- Pe- Peacock go to the movie premium. theater. Pe- Peacock premium. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. So our production summary for Halloween Kills starring Jamie Lee Curtis. The nightmare sort of. isn't over. What'd you say? I said sort of starring. <laughs> <laughs> sort of starring Jamie Lee Curtis and 15 other people. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I think. Okay. Go ahead. More than 15. Yeah. <laughs> the whole town okay go ahead (laughs) we just keep stopping the summary go ahead to like add qualifiers yeah okay the nightmare isn't over as unstoppable killer michael myers escapes from Lori strode's trap to continue his ritual bloodbath great job injured and taken to the hospital Lori fights through the pain as she inspires residents of haddonfield illinois to rise up against myers taking matters into their own hands the strode women and other survivors from a vigilante mob form a vigilante mob to hunt down Michael and end his reign of terror once and for all. There Should've you go. Should have given that a rehearsal, but I Should've didn't. Should have given it a dry run, just like those reviews, but... Mm-hmm. Didn't. Didn't. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. It's okay. Some heard. of the actors in this movie didn't give their lines a dry run either, so... I don't know if you heard. What? But I went to a concert last night. Oh, gosh. So I'm kind of tired. Oh, gosh. Well... Sorry. Rise and shine. We're there. We're there. Um, great little summary. That's I'd love to exactly go to a concert happened. where they just play the Halloween theme over and over again. You're like, bump into Michael Myers' theme. Okay, wait. So this, when this movie starts, it starts with the title sequence. And does it start with the... T- no, I think there's a cold open. Oh. There's like a... The, every movie has done this. Well, Halloween 2018 did this. And now this one does it. Oh, right. We, because it's Bonnie. <laughs> Open on Bonnie Cameron. I right? was shocked. I was shocked that he was still alive. Oh, I forgot. Wait, 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 wait. Viewers, what? before we get like into it, into it. Oh. I, I saw this in the theaters, okay? 
And I had, I, I laughed so much. I had so much fun, but I could have predicted exactly zero things in mm-hmm. this movie. Yeah. To the point where I left the theater and I frantically texted Steven and I was like, please, God, please make yeah. some predictions before you go in. Right. Put them in a sealed envelope or whatever you got to do. I want to know. I want to read these on air because I need to know. Right. And I, I just kind of predicted exactly zero things in this movie. So I, I need to put this to you, Stephen. Yeah. What did you think? And predictions. To, if you don't want to spoil now. Yeah. B- predictions to what actually happened. Like how accurate were you? Okay. I will. Do, I can read my predictions because. Okay. Yeah. And let's hear honestly, it. when I wrote these, I wasn't even trying. I wasn't trying to be funny. Like I really, when Chanel threw down this challenge, I was like, I want to be right. It was a challenge. And I don't think I was on any of them. <laughs> I wanted you, I wanted you to like really give it your best. I tried. Thought. So my first okay. prediction I was the most proud of. And I really thought I was gonna be correct. And I think I would get maybe if it was a four points for this one line, I would get one point. Because I wrote that Jamie Lee Curtis I read I wrote for my first prediction, Jamie Lee Curtis will fall in love with someone. You did? Good for you. But for I you. don't I can't I cannot give myself full credit because I really don't think that's what those scenes were. I think she just had like a relation. I think she had a human connection with the man in the movie, but I wouldn't, I can't give myself credit for that. I understand where you're going. You're saying it's not love yet. No, but I bet. She has a flirtation. She does have a flirtation and I, I, I'm proud of that one. Okay. My second one, again, I give myself partial credit for. I wrote Judge Judy, Judy Greer, kills viciously. <laughs> Which, this was this was something we talked about at the end of the last one, too. We wanted that for her. I, I wanted <laughs> to see her step into, like, vigilante mode. And she sort of does. Go off. But not enough. Not enough to satisfy my itch. So, again, I, I don't give myself, <laughs> I can't give myself full credit for that. Wow, you're doing great, though. My third prediction is the most correct. I wrote Kyle Richards will steal the show. And I think that she does. Honestly, and I know she that does. I know that I'm biased in this and that I'm a total Real Housewives of Beverly Hills fan. I truly think Kyle Richards gave the best performance in this movie. Yes, she's in a different movie. I thought she was like really acting and like I believed her. The I horror. So Ooh. her scene in the playground was the best acting in the movie. Okay? I agree with you 100%. Yes. Wow. And then, I was and then very my, impressed. My fourth prediction, and this was only because I knew that there was already another movie coming, right? Like I knew that there was already going to be Halloween ends. So I okay, wrote that- I think I might know where this is going. I wrote that Michael will survive even more unlikely scenarios. <laughs> yes. Which was true. So Good job. I think Kyle Richards was right. I think Michael was right. But honestly, the last one, that's not that's not groundbreaking. That's sort of yeah, like everybody knew that. Given. But it's I think my given. focus was that in this one, I feel I I felt like he was gonna survive things that were just like truly implausible. And mm-hmm. they were. And they were. The other two Man. The, the love and Judge Judy weren't they weren't they didn't really pan out. I wish I had written down like specific scenes that I thought were gonna we were gonna get. Like I, I wish would have I never been able to specific. do that. It it was like throwing spaghetti at a wall. Like I just wouldn't have been able to. 
Now, what no I way. got was a hundred percent more fun than I would have ever guessed. Yeah, but I wow, was. I wow. legitimately had nightmares for two nights from the first one. Like, I found it to be very terrifying. I was just telling Chanel, I slept like a baby last night, and not in the sense that I woke up every fifteen minutes and cried. Like, I like <laughs> like in the sense that I actually slept through the night. And so great, like a log. Like a log is a better. My mom would say, "Slept like a log." <laughs> I found, even though this movie was like a hundred times more violent. It just wasn't, it wasn't scary. It wasn't, it wasn't scary. scary. <laughs> I was prepared to go to the theater and jump. I wanted so many jumpy jump scares. I was like, I hope my seatmates are fun. Yeah. I laughed so much. I, I had one. So much more. I had one legitimate jump. Yeah. Do you remember it? I don't. Yeah, I do. I had no jumps. Yeah, I do. And we'll, oh, we'll I'll, 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 I'll announce it when, when we, we get, get there. to it. It's pretty early on. Anyway, okay. so let's start. So we do open up on um, Cameron as Bonnie, which I did wonder what happened to him after 2018. I so actually very was, nice. I thought he was dead. Oh, you thought he was dead? Well, just in the sense that we didn't really check in with him at all at the end of the last one, like after yeah. he put her phone in the pudding. So it was yeah. like, what? <laughs> we'll get to you later. Yeah. <laughs> okay. We'll deal with you next time. Yeah. It, I, I think if I could have predicted anything, it would have been that we're going to still be at Halloween night. Like, it was going to be a direct continuation. I think that was the only thing I could have probably predicted. Uh-huh. Which I liked. Accurately. And I did like it. And I, I have to admit, I'm, I probably thought we were going to get a little bit of the next morning, too. We didn't. Right. Which we I did. do wonder where the next one... I assume that the next one will just be... Right, I where think this is going to be the same night. Yeah, like, I just and think probably it's be three movies in real time. I bet the next one will take us to morning because the sun is still it's still pitch black when this movie ends. Yeah, boy, did they and they get a lot done in the night? They got they, not only did they get a lot done, we went we flashbacked. Oh right, we, we went back in time. Very we long forward. long flashbacks. Oh god, I I, I lost myself in it. Yeah, like, wait, or where are <laughs> we? Are we watching? <laughs> okay so okay let's see what my notes say cameron's the first person we see mr bonnie we thought hawkins was a goner but he is not he's alive and well or not very well yeah he has a gunshot wound into his neck but he's still talking (laughs) that didn't okay so the doctor in 2018 stabbed him with that pin right oh right right it was a stab i yeah he stabbed him so bonnie finds him and then do we immediately get a flashback there i think we do in that scene yes right yeah i think or, so i mean like regardless if it happens exactly in that moment or not we find out that hawkins is like i had a chance to kill michael myers and i didn't this was a good plot i enjoyed this i enjoyed it until they i think they took it like a little too far like in the melodrama of it for sure because we find out we go back to 1978 we have a young hawkins we go back to that fateful night when michael myers killed on the, the babysitters and we find out that Hawkins, like Michael Myers, is choking out his partner, and Hawkins misses or like he doesn't Wait, really miss. He just pause. shoots his partner. That was that was the only time that I legitimately jumped out of my seat is when his partner oh. is standing in the window looking out, and then yes. Michael just lunges at him with the rope. That was like the only the scare. scare. I thought that yeah. was very terrifying. I didn't. But okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, this movie was super super fun. I have been describing it to people. I'll just say this up top in case it ever feels like I'm shitting on it. Yeah. This movie to me was an amusement an amusement park. That's how I feel it about Sex like, in the City too. Yes, it was so 
It wasn't I real. Like, it was like a fever dream. <laughs> I just felt like I'm, to me, this is an experience. This is, this is like going to Six Flags and each sequence was like getting on a new roller coaster. And yeah. I love roller coasters. Same, I love well, being scared. Too. I love giggling with glee. I love screaming. So each sequence in this to me was like hopping from Nitro to like El Toro. You know what I'm saying? It was very fun. <laughs> Yeah, and that's a Six Flags Great Adventure reference for... Yeah, that's a Six Flags now, Great Adventure New Jersey a, that's reference. That's a chain theme park, so... Yeah. Me just trying to impress viewers mm. with, like, what I know about roller coasters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, what did you... Yeah, and then after that, where we cut to the bar. Yeah, I enjoyed the flashback scene. Um, I, I enjoyed that they started it at, in a stylized sense where it felt... The, the camera shifted a little bit and then randomly it it they just put some film grain in it they made it feel like 78 they did in the beginning and then there's just like a scene where they drop it and they're just like okay it's just modern film now so that's where it was a little bit confusing because at some points i was like where are we because when they didn't use the film grain it was like huh? well they were attempting to make 78 look like 78 with film grain so whether it was successful or not each time we were in 78 there was like a little fuzziness. A little happening. bit. It was fine. It was, it was, I think that what I started to realize early on with this movie is that we were like 20 minutes in and like we, we hadn't seen any of our major characters. Like, yeah, it was they started with everyone, but right. Jamie and, and the fam. And then after this, we go to the bar scene where this looked like fun. There was a Halloween talent show. Talent show. Now, <laughs> Let me just re- let me reorder that. There was a talent show on Halloween. On Halloween, <laughs> <laughs> and no. this was really comforting. So I don't. We barely mentioned them in the last move in the last episode because they were barely in it. But the sexy doctor, or sorry, the sexy nurse and the doctor from the first one are at the talent show. Well, they're not performing. Remember, they were walking to their car, and you were talking about the costumes, and I said, "Oh, the sexy nurse and the doctor." Remember they were Wow, I missed them. Missed yeah, them they were in the they were in the first movie but only for like 30 seconds. The the callbacks in this are pretty next level. They're not super on some of them are on the nose, yeah. but not too many and there's like a lot of really like simple ones which I loved. And you're right, we get them and they're at this talent show. And, and they're seri- they're serious. They're like we're here to watch the talents because there's a mm-hmm. group behind them that are clanging their drinks and Ooh, whoop, whooping it up and hooting and holler giving giving each act an old hoot and holler and these guys are like shut excuse up excuse me we're trying to weird trying we to like watch. talent yeah we're trying to watch the show and then they the one guy's like oh i'm gonna get us more drinks so he goes to the bartender and uh the bartender's like leave them alone leave them yeah, alone yeah they've been through a lot they've been through a lot they were almost murdered 40 years ago. So uh, they come here every year. When we meet Tommy, grown-up Tommy, who's Anthony Michael Hall, and he gets on stage to tell the story of the Michael Myers murders. I did not like Tommy. You didn't like Tommy? Oh, The ringleader like of Make Haddonfield Boring Again. He was, he was a I lot. I'm confused. <laughs> it, was, it was wild to be like, that's what Tommy became. <laughs> yeah, it was... This guy. Okay, Tommy... And I don't know the actor's name. Tommy, he couldn't, he was psyched to do this role. I can tell you that. Just by watching, his energy was bouncing off the screen. And I just <laughs> wanted to say, 
relax, okay? <laughs> relax. Because he was giving me 110 in every yeah. scene. He was really doing it. <laughs> he was so Understood. He was so excited to be there. And he gets up and his talent is telling depressing stories. A storytelling. <laughs> Which he's pretty good at it. So, I mean. It's funny though because, okay, so he gets up and he tells the story, shockingly, of the Haddonfield murders. And mm-hmm. he, it, it's as if the audience, they're looking at him. They're like, what are you talking about? What murders? But keep in mind, this is the only, this is like the only event that's ever happened in this town ever. And like, there's yeah. a room full of adults who are old enough to have experienced, to, to have been there. <laughs> and he's like, all right, I get it. You guys weren't there. You don't remember. Maybe you're two, not he old says enough. A line like, yeah, he's like too young and too something to care. I was like, there are two women in their 70s in front of you, Sitting like right dressed as witches. <laughs> like they remember. And so it just made me funny. I was like, does no one remember this story? I had to laugh. It was so much fun. Like you said, his energy's at a 10. The camera's dancing around him. We're cutting to him. We're cutting to the audience. They are riveted. They're in. And it's just like another great way to get that exposition in there. Like the podcasters from 2018. Yeah. They're like, this is where we are. And the scene is actually really helpful if you had no idea what had happened because he he does one of my favorite things in movies where you don't see that often, where he just introduces the characters this is Kyle Richards. She was at the scene. This is whatever. Lindsay. <laughs> it was like... Nurse whatever. Michael jumped on her car. Yeah. <laughs> and then I think the movie does flash to their faces from se- to 78. I think. I don't remember. I only rem- saw it once this time. I, I, don't didn't, rem- I didn't do a double pass. I don't remember. But he definitely... like he. And when I'm saying he, he flashes to them, he takes a spotlight and shines it on their faces. <laughs> yes. And now, okay, this might be the good a good moment to bring up Lonnie. Who's, okay. Which one? Okay, honestly, I don't remember their names. Who is Lonnie? So, I thought this was a kind of really Was funny... Lonnie the dad? Yeah, so Lonnie is Cameron's dad. And Shocked. Come... <laughs> the, the other two Michael Myers, like, survivors are very grounded in re- the reality of what happened in the 78 film. So we saw Lindsay. We saw the nurse. We saw Michael Myers jump on the nurse's car and traumatize her, and she got away. Right. I think it's so funny. They included that little flashback to little Lonnie. He's oh, getting bullied. right, right, right. He's getting completely bullied. But that's bullied. new, right? So they introduced a new, they tried to pretend like there was like a new character in 78. Right. Or they just, they wanted to give us a moment with Lonnie to like connect to him so that when we saw him in the bar, they were like, he was there too. He was there and he survived. Right. But but he's not hilarious. from the, yeah, Lonnie, who we find out is, we don't find it out now, but we find it out a little bit later on, is the dad of of the the boy tool who, boyfriend the tool Cameron. boyfriend who's dressed up as bonnie um mm-hmm. bonnie and lonnie um they squeeze him in there and they do squeeze him in there it, now it, i i can see some halloween heads being a little bit mad at me and i will say this in 78 they're um teasing a boy saying go up to the door lonnie go up to the door lonnie and then dr loomis goes lonnie get out of here oh so Se- there is one mention of Alani in 78, and that's okay. it. Okay, got and it. And it's like a flash on a screen. Right. Now, they're hoping that the Halloween heads okay. understand that, and they go, let's give you another Lonnie moment. Okay, got it. Where Lonnie escapes. Just very funny, because then we're back on stage, and little Tommy is like, check out Lonnie, who also escaped Michael Myers. What's funny Dead. about these four people is that 
they are all acting in different movies. Like, mm-hmm. like um, the Tommy character is is doing a one man show off off Broadway, just screaming his lines to the back of the mm-hmm. house. Kyle Richards is acting to get an Academy Award nomination, and I think she's yeah. doing great. True the woman friend. who plays the nurse, I think she's having fun, and she's just like. <laughs> She's just she's just happy to be there, and she then looks like pretty wide eyed. And she's then like, wow, I'm on a movie. Set. Yeah, she literally looks like wow, I'm here. Like she won a contest, and she's in the movie. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. then Lonnie, be an extra. Lonnie was like, okay, I saw the first one, and you guys had a weird dad, and <laughs> I know he's dead. So I'm here. Do you guys need another one? Because I can do a weird dad pretty easily. Yes, yes, that was so much fun, but. Anyway, so, that scene's effective because it just it introduces everybody and mm-hmm. we know where we are. And no one is more knowledgeable or less. And I I mean like fan-wise. Like and this is what I liked about the first movie too. Like it, it's not intentionally trying to leave anybody out of the dark or feel yeah. like they don't they can't participate. No, yeah. Fun for all. If you weren't understanding the little tiny callbacks, no problem. They included a scene for you. Now it was it was perfect. After the after the talent show, they go they saddle up to the bar and they look on the TV and breaking news. They're just getting wind of the Michael Myers murders. Yeah, was this the fire at Lori's house and like the firefighter massacre? Right. Well, I think so. Yeah, because it, it cuts to the fire, and then there's the firefighter massacre. Yeah, we, we basically cut, we we're cutting, like, to and fro, the, like, different locales, and they're at Lori's house, and the firefighters show up to go put the fire out, and one by one, Michael yeah. picks them off easily. Boom, boom, down, down. And that's what we're seeing on the news now. Right. Now... This scene felt very informative in the sense that in this one scene where Michael kills all the firefighters, he killed more people in that scene than in maybe even the last movie. Like, like there yeah, were 10. The kills were. The kills were really high and it was really bloody. And mm-hmm. I think an idea that the movie tries to tackle, but they've almost painted themselves into a corner, I would say. Yeah, they're still straddling this line. They don't know, know what to know what you're saying. They don't know what to do with Michael. And they yeah, don't know they still are like man, myth. And I think that it's I think that the problem with the movie, and this is not a uh, I, 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 I don't want to use the word problem, but I think what's hard as the viewer is that He's he what well, the initial appeal of Michael is that he used a knife and he killed people in realistic ways. Yeah. And then in this movie, he's Once upon a time he did. He's moved so far beyond that. And what this movie also attempts to do is break down this idea that Michael is actually interested in killing Lori. Yeah. And we'll get to it as we go through it. My confusion is real because they still, like you said, I think that they kind of have straddled two things. 100%. In the beginning of 2018's movie, you actually would be led to believe that they're trying to make a case that he's the boogeyman. He's like this mythical figure. Right. And um, honestly, that's kind of where I want to go with it because 
you know, it is so unrealistic that he's just like killing, oh my God, in the staging of these bodies in yeah. this one. He's just staging them in various like weird ways. Like I remember in the 2018, he jack-o'-lanterns one of the guy's heads. Yeah. I'm like, how? Where'd you, where are your supplies? Right. I mean, I'm, I'm saying how, but it, you're not supposed to even care how. It's just fun. But um, I like, <laughs> I had to laugh to myself because I went home and I wrote the note. It's about kills. And then I, and then I realized the title's called Halloween kills now wait this and it's appropriate what i did like about the hot the firefighter scene is number one his mask is a little bit melted from the fire yep. and it's so it's so chic like it looks it's so oof. much better and i it did adds to it i i laughed really hard when he he approaches the firemen to kill them and the one guy just turns on the hose and sprays him with the hose <laughs> I was like, you're dealing with. I was like, you're first. Like, come on. (laughs) You, you're new here. Let me show you. I was looking around the theater. I, I'm not kidding. I'm looking seatmate to seatmate, going, please, someone laugh with me. I was laughing so much. Yeah. I was. I thought this was so funny in the best way possible. I'm I'm laughing with them. I think Danny McBride wanted you laughing. I'm I'm gonna stand by that. Well, that's what it. That's. And this is what I was, I think I didn't fully finish my thought when I was talking about this scene, but what I appreciated about this scene was that it really informed you that this is not going to be realistic. Like this is going to be over the top. This scene was so, this scene was beyond the scale of believability that, Yeah. and then once you just allow yourself to enjoy that Mm -hmm, ride mm -hmm. at Six Flags, then you're good to go. I wrote that note because I sometimes I'm like stickler if a movie betrays my trust. If you're going to set one thing up and then go do another thing, I'm kind of like annoyed at you. I go, this movie betrays zero of my trust. It's it's perfect. It's a world where people are going to be mortally injured and they're going to wake up in the in the sequel and it's a movie where Michael Myers is going to be just stabbed, shot at all these things and he's going to get uh, back up. And that's it. And that's what we want to see. Right. And we got it. We got it to the, I could say to the millionth degree. Yeah. The kills in this were unreal. The kills in it were unreal. Now, at some point during this, we do cut to the title sequence. And I just wanted to mention Mm -hmm. that I felt like, okay, they, they, this, this, the spin on the, the, the music this time, it Mm -hmm. felt like it was given like an Adele remix. It was like kind of slowed (laughs) down a little bit. (laughs) No, I don't think Adele actually remixed the Halloween theme, but it it was different this time. I was was actually asking, so good good thing you confirmed. (laughs) Breaking news, Adele did not not do the remix. Um, They they come at her with like, do you want to do a single for Halloween? Yeah, she was like, (laughs) she was like, Forget Skyfall. I'm just gonna. For, I'm gonna. Forget James Bond. I'm gonna sing the Halloween theme. I'm just gonna hum it. <laughs> it just felt. It felt a little slowed down. A little bit more melodic. I. I really enjoyed it. <laughs> I love that theme so much. I would have taken the original theme too. Just put the the normal one on there. But I. I, I know they have to do a little spin on it. So I, I'm cool. Okay. So anyway, at this point, so, what's what's hard about talking about this movie is that there are so many scenes across. 19 different settings so multiple locales yes we'll do our best to zig and zag <laughs> we're gonna zigzag now it's not gonna be in order but at some point maybe like fi- at maybe 15 20 minutes in we do hit the hospital finally finally where we see laurie strode her daughter karen and our girl allison chilling yeah. they feel great they're like we got him we got him mom we got him 
and they rush Jamie Lee Curtis into surgery. If we get the surgery like, scene. Ugh. Wait, yeah, why? Why? You could have saved like a minute or two if you just didn't show her guts open. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it was another thrilling chill. Yeah, I think Maybe. it was. I don't know what it was, actually. I have no good. I was like, okay, we're going to Grey's Anatomy this. Got it. Cool. Yeah, it was like a, it was a very technical surgery. <laughs> yeah, and he's, the doctor's narrating it the whole time. He's like, she'll be fine. No, no, like, and I'm like, okay, is this more exposition? Maybe. Right. Probably. Now, I mean, it does come up that she has stitches and that she has recurring injuries and I get it, but it was a funny scene that we just watch her get surgery when like the surgery was inconsequential. Like nothing goes wrong. It's a normal yeah, surgery. <laughs> I was like, was that the point of that whole thing? Just to be like later when she like maybe rips the stitches. We're like, I oh, think yeah. so. I think so. Stitches. Internal surgery. But yeah. So Karen finds out that Michael is not dead. And oh shit. She's like, we have to keep this from mom. Yeah. Judge Judy was, I was so excited to see her in this movie because Me too. I was, I was ready for her and it's. It, she just makes me laugh because she's still wearing the Christmas sweater. So it's just, it's Take just, it inf- of her. it's like infinitely funny just because in every scene she's wearing a Christmas sweater. I know. Um, I know. I just want to see her swap it out. And this scene, okay, this scene is really funny because she's like, she finds out Michael's still alive. And then I think that somebody, when they were writing the script, was like, oh, damn, we have to, we have to address that. Her husband's dead. So she and her daughter <laughs> literally go into the hallway. I swear to God for 30 seconds. And the daughter goes, dad's dead. And Judge yeah. Judy goes, he'll always be with us. He'll always be with us. <laughs> when I tell you not a tear, not, <laughs> not, no snot, nothing. It was, it, I, they couldn't have gotten that scene over with quick enough. The daughter, Allison, is like really doing it. Oh, I Allison, like, she's trying. She's, she's she's doing it. She she's like, okay, it says on the page, my dad is dead. I should probably be upset. Judy yeah, Greer was like, when's lunch? <laughs> I she couldn't time, have cared. She could not have cared. Like the bones of this movie are so apparent. Like each time I'm like, okay, they put that in there. So Allison has a reason to want to be a part of this mob. Because very shortly thereafter, she's going to be like, I need to go avenge dad's death. I need to join this mob that has formed way back at the bar. Did yeah. Forget about the bar? Hope not. <laughs> bar. Yeah. <laughs> um, They all... um. So Tommy finishes his story. We get introduced to everyone at the bar. And the sexy nurse-doctor combo goes back to their car. And they're like, oh, my God. Now everyone's spooked because they've seen the news. They're flipping out. But, but, like, but the, takeaway from the, news, the takeaway from the news is that Michael Myers is on the loose. Is on the loose. Yeah. So. And, like, everyone's paranoid now. So she gets in her car, sexy nurse, and she's like, Michael Myers is in my car. And in, in the theater, I'm like, no way. No way. He did, he did to cover a lot of ground that night. No way, and because he would have killed her. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. She got right in and got right I out. I knew. Like, I knew that it wasn't him. Yeah, I. you kind of know it's a little fake out. And so Ooh, that's spoiler. when Tommy... <laughs> spoiler alert. That's when Tommy's like, tonight, evil ends tonight. We do it. Let's go after him. And that is when the mob is formed. Right. At the bar. And it's a fake out. It's a fake out. Whoever is in the car, they don't know who it is yet, 
drives off, crashes the car, mm-hmm. and escapes on foot. But this yep. is enough for them to believe that it was Michael Myers and that from here on, we just get a, a series of vignettes of Tommy going from gas station to brewery to grocery store to be like, what does he say? Evil dies he's like, tonight? He's like, evil ends tonight or evil dies tonight. And and I, he's like saying things like, if we need strong people, get on board. And if not, get inside. Oh, yeah. Like, he's just he's collecting bodies. He's, collect- he's collecting a mob. Right. So he's, he is rallying it up. Now, yes. interspliced with this, we have another setting, which was my favorite setting of the movie. <laughs> Michael Myers' house with the gay couple who own it. Oh, Iconic work yes. from these two. So, what are they, Big John and Little Big John? Big John and Little John, which are their pet names for each other. They are two men who Love. have purchased Michael Myers' home, and they've done a remodel to it. Great work. Trading... Trading spaces okay, I wrote love. down that this is it. These two trade spaces with Jamie Lee with with Laurie Strode, and they each redo a room. Yeah, Laurie just installs bars everywhere, yeah. and these men do a great job on her house. You know what they like, do? Okay, what? the only I enjoyed their house, but here's what I didn't like: you can't paint every room dark green. Yeah, it's dark. it was, it was dark. way too dark. But it was very trendy. It was very, every, it was very now. Was, it was very now. <laughs> I know the set decorator was like, oh my God, yes, I can like decorate the shit out of a room. Thank God. Yeah. And these two, okay, when, when, when the first scene, they get faked out by some trick-or-treaters with a prank that I didn't enjoy where these trick-or-treaters pretended. I didn't like that prank. I said, you children need to go to juvenile detention or something like that. Like that was inappropriate. Yeah. Where are your parents? But, Please. We come to find out that they, this house is Michael Myers' house. And when I hear that, I'm like, oh, brother. But it cuts. That's all we get from them. Yeah. A little taste of them. Just a little taste. And Mm -hmm. so at this same time, um, the, uh, what's going on? Yeah, I mean. Oh, next we, okay. After this, Tommy has, tells everybody like split up, start looking. Yeah, start looking for Michael. We're going to go out there and we're going to get him on foot. And we get um, the best scene in the movie. Yeah, so at this point, um, Lindsay. Kyle Richards. The, yeah, Kyle Richards. The nurse who escaped Michael Myers in the first movie and sexy nurse, sexy doctor go off in a car together, which is so, so fun. fun. And then we. <laughs> this, is we the a, do, this is the A car. Yeah, that's the A car. And I do want to <laughs> skip ahead and just say Allison does eventually go out and avenge dad. And she does kind of like she forgives her boyfriend for like the, the purposes of this movie. And she gets in the car with boyfriend, boyfriend's dad, Lonnie. Yeah. And they go searching too. Right. And then there's like an A car, there's that car, and then there's like a Tommy It's like Jurassic well. Park. There's like different cars. Yeah. It's just like Jurassic yeah. Park. This was super fun because... It's just like lending to that air of like how ridiculous this movie is. It's like Michael is just everywhere. He's all over town. The funny thing about this scene or these sets of scenes where we have characters spread out throughout the town is that they they just basically pretend like cell phones aren't around. Because it would be so easy to just stay in contact with each other. But no one seems the need to pick up a phone or text. I thought that. I thought that. And then I, I immediately you don't see like, any well, cell, You don't see any cell phones in the movie, which is funny. On on purpose. Yeah. You really don't want to. 
Um, no, I thought that, but I was like, me, it happened too quickly. Cause okay. So a car is the first car to have contact with Michael Myers himself. Yeah. And they kind of come to a park and, um, Lindsay's like, oh my God, there's children here on a swing set. And she's like, get home, go yeah. home people. And like within a second, Michael Myers is there and he's making quick work of those who stayed in the car. He is just like, boom, boom, boom. Yeah. But I, I can't stress it enough when Kyle goes to the children and like screams and like tells him to run. Again, we might sound biased, but it was legitimately the best acting in the movie. It was so good. Does she have children, Kyle Richards? Yeah, she has kids. Okay, I just felt I just, it was like maternal. Yeah, and, and she's known. Concern. She's known for like being an over the top crier about her kids on Beverly Hills. Like she's very <sighs> maternal. Tell. But yeah, she really cared about those kids. She was like, "Please go home." And what I love. What I loved about this scene was that, like, she immediately comes up with a plan. She puts bricks in the pillowcase. I didn't know what she was up to. I was like, what's she doing? No what's idea. going on? She, she, like, grabs the kids' candy bags, and I'm like, not now. Like, this isn't the I'm time like, for why? snacks. But I was confused. But she puts, and you quickly see. Michael Myers kills everyone in the car. <laughs> Like, really quickly. And what's really funny is the old lady, I can't remember her name, she has the gun, and she couldn't be more useless. She falls for every distraction. Like, he taps the glass, and she's like, bang! But there's nothing there. <laughs> and then he'll, like, yeah. tap the glass on the other side. And bang. She, she exhausts all the bullets, and by the yeah, time... Yeah, exhausts all the bullets the t- until she's got a clear shot, and then it's She's like, this no one's go. for Dr. Loomis! And then she's done. Click. Done. They die in the best ways possible. It's, I can't stress this enough. I hope you're not listening without having watched. Right. So much fun. So good. It's just, a, it's just so much fun to watch them die. It's the best. And um, Lindsay and Michael Myers have a little bit of a standoff. They like, there's a chase, which is fun. And she hides from him. She manages to hide. She manages to hide. And there's, there's a weird moment where, not weird, there's a moment where it it appears that Michael knows that she's there. Like, he can sort of hear her breathing, but continues mm-hmm. but on. Does he leave her alone? Yeah, he kind of just is like, I have him on a mission. But I think it, what, what they're trying to communicate is that, she, like, she knows what she's doing. Like, she just keeps quiet. Yeah. She doesn't try to do anything. And mm-hmm. be- if you're going to spare anyone in this movie, I'm so happy they've spared Lindsay. I'm like, I want more of her. Right. Bring her back. She was an she was an interesting she was an interesting character. Let's just say that. Yeah, I'm so happy with that instinct of theirs to just keep her kicking. I was like, in Michael Myers fashion, I think she has to die right here. And I was like waiting for it. And I was like, all right. Oh, one hundred percent. I assume she gets that, a good death. I assumed that she was gonna die because I'm like, they probably only had her on set for three days and they were like Get her in and out. Get her in and out. But Yeah. Thought so too. But they didn't. They and didn't. I'm pretty psyched. I'm happy that they spared her. Because what I think what they were trying to do, especially with the returning cast, is that because one of the things that the movie also seems to juggle is like this idea of like what Michael's MO is. Like, yeah. And because I think what I, what was interesting about the original movie and the 2018 version is that he does have an MO. Like he stalks, he stabs, and then he leaves. And like in yeah. this movie... He sort of does that, but he also, like, we see that he violates that principle in some of the scenes, like, when yeah. he, like, decorates the bodies. <laughs> and it's right. like, it it doesn't... He stages them. <laughs> he stages them, which... Um, so funny. 
I don't know. Anyway. It, lo- it looks like he's a lot of time on his hands post-kill. Yeah, because, okay, he leaves Kyle Richards there on the riverbank. But then when the other, when Car B finds them, the bodies had been arranged. They're arranged. Doctor has like a jack-o'-lantern on his head. The other woman I don't know has like when a, Michael, another mask I don't know when Michael head. had time to do that. Because <laughs> yeah, because he, he had to move on to the other location. Okay, because as soon as he killed the people in the car, he chases Kyle Richards and then I'd leaves. I'd love to map out his evening, honestly. Yeah, he makes... Yeah, I don't know when he had time for the arts and crafts. I mean, I I think the decoy Michael Myers, a.k.a. the other escaped mental patient, is oh, a great so decoy. <laughs> it's so sad, but it's such a good decoy for this because... It, it, it allows you to be like, all right, give Michael some time to get somewhere. Oh, <laughs> for sure. See, when we go to that little storyline. Um, but yeah, so it's just fun. It's so ridiculous. So after, the bodies are staged. After this scene, we, we are back in the hospital and, and Tommy is like, I'm leading the revolution in the lobby. He's like trying to rally all the troops. And I thought this is the lobby of a fucking hospital. hospital. And what made me laugh is that the sheriff, the useless sheriff from the first movie was like big old hat. He's like, I am the law. I run this town. And I was like, I was like, sir, you had an opportunity to shut down Halloween. To cancel Halloween. And we, we wouldn't be in this business. When I saw the sheriff for the first time on screen with his big fucking hat, I laughed. So I was the only one laughing in the whole theater. It's funny. Cackled. It is so funny. I was ready for someone to call him. I was ready for someone to call him out. You you could have canceled Halloween. That would have been the best callback ever. I would have died. Yeah, because like they were saying, like this town had forty years to get this together. I was like, forget forty years. He had two minutes, and he could have stopped this whole thing. Like it it was bizarre. On the loose. Cancel Halloween. Cancel Halloween. Didn't. Didn't do it. Didn't. Yeah. Oh my God. So we're in the hospital. Um, I think at this point, Lori's like up from surgery. Allison's gone. And she does find out Michael is alive at this point because a lot of things come to a head here. I think Hawkins gets wheeled in Mm -hmm. to the same room as her. Right. Same room. And she's like, oh my God, what? And he's like, Michael got away. And she's like, what the fuck? Karen, you didn't tell me. Right. And Karen's like, I- I'm sorry. Like, I just knew what you were going to be like. And this is it. <laughs> and Jamie's like, I'm going to fight. And she she takes an IV, a needle off of the tray. Yeah, and she and gives her gives herself a little butt shot. And she's like, good to go. Are we to believe this is like maybe morphine? Something like that. Because in the previous scene, the nurse comes in, who Jamie Lee Curtis verbally abuses. And she's like... <laughs> And, Get out, please. And the woman's now. like, on a scale of one to ten, what is your pain? And the guy's like, a ten. And then Jamie Lee Curtis does like her bed acting, and she's like, nurse, make it a double. Make it a double. <laughs> I was like, so weird. <laughs> this so is like good. the so weirdest good. scene I've ever seen in my life. I think this is Danny McBride again. I don't want to give him all the credit, but I think this is a comedian or a, a guy who's funny fucking with us because he's going this is her date that's this what i'm is, saying they're on a date like this is the make it a double this is yeah because well what she also tells in this scene and i don't know if we'd known this already but it felt new to me they had they had experiences a in flame? the past right like at a bar yeah but i think what she mentions is that she was like sort of so drunk those times that she doesn't really like remember certain things but she remembers that they had a good time but like, yeah, I think it's something along the lines of like, 
the first time they might have kissed or something, she was so drunk and she turned him down or something. Right. And he was like, oh, I thought you weren't interested. Something oh, like that. Oh, okay. Maybe it was in another Halloween movie too. Like we'll always, we'll always qualify that. But I mean, for the purposes of this timeline, we've missed nothing, <laughs> you know, like this is, this is what they're saying in the world. In the present, so. they are, there's something there. Something there. A little sexy time in a hospital bed. Okay, so I mean, there's more. There's more going on. We are cutting from like Little John, Big John. We are cutting from like chases and cars and mob scenes and whatever. But this might be a good time to talk about the mob in the hospital. Right. So as Tommy, Tommy is like getting the troops together. Jamie Lee Curtis has wandered downstairs, and as everybody is converging in the lobby, the other patient who escaped in the first movie and was the driver of the car at the bar, wanders into mm-hmm. the hospital. Probably because he was injured from the car crash and was like looking for some medical, medical care. Attention. And yeah. Tommy goes, Tommy goes like, there he is. And of course, Jamie Lee Curtis, get him. Jamie Lee Curtis is like, get him! <laughs> yeah. Michael! It's like, evil ends tonight, evil ends tonight. And Tommy inciting a riot inside of a hospital is just reckless behavior. It's, I'm just like, I cannot. It is you. very much fire in a movie theater. Like, it is not appropriate. And inappropriate. The funny thing about this this scene is that, like, I really wish, like, they could have played, like, that yakety yak music because, like, this guy was moving at a snail's pace and, like, no one could catch him. Like no they one were, caught him. They were like, Barely saw he him. He was like shuffling along the wall, like along the floor and up the stairs. And there yeah. were like hundreds of people running and they couldn't catch up to him. They just like glimpsed his like like his um his prisoner pajamas and they're like, Wow, that's him. Yeah. And like the riot is like ensuing in the lobby, and you can see Judy Greer mouthing across the room to Tommy. It's not him. Yeah, she knows. She knows, because she's seen Michael Myers, and he's like it, he's also way Tommy, too short. It was like pretty clear. The, I was supposed to say it's really clear. He's way too small. And she's like, it's not him. And I what I don't know what Tommy mouths back. I thought Tommy got it, but I, apparently he didn't because he still is like, get him. No, because he doesn't have a change of heart until, unfortunately, this man has died. <laughs> Spoiler. No, I'm just kidding. Which is funny, so, though, yeah. because after the man dies and they look at his body, they're like, oh, it wasn't him. <sighs> And I was well, like, but not. you Moving saw on. his body. That's what you were chasing. Like, <laughs> It was sad. This is a little touch of humanity, a little sad. This scene was incredibly sad. It was really sad. And it was like, I was like, all right, I guess they have to give Karen something to do inside of a hospital. Yeah. You know what I mean? I appreciate them being like, she wouldn't really leave the hospital. You know, she's Karen. She's careful. So they're like, let's yeah. give her something to do in the hospital. She's like, I'm going to save you. She can't save him. Sadly, that was the can't. only thing that I I think what would have made this scene cool is if she found a way to actually save him because that would have been cool. That would have been it would have been cool, and I think I think like what the movie she's a new mom because the movie she's struggles to, like, with her character. This is the second movie in a row where they've really struggled with this character, <laughs> and yeah. Um, I just, my prediction. Yeah. Sorry, did you want to continue? No, that was finish. It. I mean, no, I've been interrupted. I'm sorry. No, it's fine. <laughs> my my prediction for this movie would have been three lady killers. Right. Jamie Lee Curtis is not so wounded that she can't get right back up. Karen is has a change of heart and Allison wants revenge. And it was gonna be three women on the town hunting this man down. For sure. Kind that of That was like, like my dream for like this. Like Jamie Lee Curtis kind of 
set up. I could see her being like, I, I wheel in the security cameras and they give her like closed circuit TV of the whole town. And she's like radioing. She's like, Judy Greer, make a left. Bang, bang, yeah, shoot like, there. He's going home. And then we could get the little John Big John thing. That's cool. Yeah. She's like, he's going to his house. Cool. Right. Boom. Because because when she's in the hospital and essentially the whole movie, Jamie Lee Curtis doesn't do anything. I know. I know. I know. Which I get is I was a, happy for her as an actress. Oh, it's like a I wonderful said, schedule. Are, yeah, great schedule. <laughs> really nice. So after this yeah. scene, they've realized that the man they've been hunting as the mob is not Michael Myers. And then we cut to car B, the only car that's still alive. And they are like, first of all, they yeah. found Kyle Richards. They sent her to the hospital. They're like, thank God you're alive. RIP mm-hmm. to everybody else. And then mm-hmm. they're like, um, they look at a map and they're like, he is going home. He's going home. Which And this is Allison Cameron. I could, Cameron have, to- I could have told you that. I mean, there's four I places was- to go in the town. Yeah, skip ahead. Go home. <laughs> so they're like, let's go to his house. So happy. Happy to see this house again. I wanted to see it in 2018, so I'm just happy to see it. I was like, yes. Yeah. Yes. And so before they can get there, Michael has spooked Murdered. out the two <laughs> new owners, the renovators, if we will, house flippers, and he's killed them. He's killed them. Yeah. And it's not the first time we've seen him kill a couple in this movie. There's a really nice set piece in the opening where he kills that other older couple. Oh, that was funny. It was just, it was so fun. So fun. Yeah. I I have to say it. Like, I, I feel like we, that scene was really funny. That scene was really funny because the old man goes outside and he's like, oh, there's a man in a white mask, uh, holding a knife. And his wife goes, well, what does he want? (laughs) And the husband's like, who cares what he wants? And then it's too late. They're done. They're dead. But it was, was really sad and fun. It had a lightheartedness um, to it that that I think the movie yeah. really benefited like from. Like right after massacring a whole bunch of volunteer firemen, it's like, let's kill these old people. Right. And who were playing with drones, which I was like, red flag. The drone was interesting. I'm like, okay, that's fun. That was really fun. But yeah. Oh my God. So Lori little... could have had a drone and she could have been flying it around the town looking for Michael. There he is. There he is. At the park. He's at the, he's at the creek. <laughs> The part of the fun of this movie is the unbelievability of the timeline, the unbelievability that he's alive, the unbelievability that he's posing these bodies and then getting to a second locale. It's just, it's just like the best. It's like, this is the world I'm in. Yeah. Well, that's important. I think that's interesting that you say that because again, this movie takes place except for the flashbacks on the same night. And realistically, Mm -hmm. the events of this movie take place over the course of maybe two to three hours. Like it is not like this is an eight hour ordeal. This is... Still not dark. in real time, but basically in real time. Yeah, and I think that's fun. I'm like, wow. And then, like, think about it. I think we're probably going to get three movies in just one night. Agreed. I think the third one is going to stick with this night, too. For sure. So that was really cool. But, yeah, it's devastating and awesome that they go to Michael's house at this point because, like, they pull up and Lonnie, the dad, is like, I'm going to go in. And I'm like, this is not going to end well. This is not going to end well. But also, okay, so – before we go to Lonnie walking in, what what the movie is now having a few different conversations about is that Michael never wanted to go to Lori's house. He just wanted to go home. And we go find home. out, well, we don't really find it out. We knew it from the first one, but it's more clear in this one, that he didn't really intend to go to Lori's house. He was taken there by the, by the doctor. doctor, almost as like a little Stanford prison experiment. 
And yeah, Doc was like, I want to see this face off. Let's expedite the process. Let's get him there. Because Lori was like, Lori becomes like Joan of Arc and she's like, maybe I need to die and Michael can die because he's only. I love the prophecy of it all. She's it like, very... she's like, we're connected and one can't yeah. live without the other. So I need to die too. And the other guy yeah. was like, uh, sorry. Nope. <laughs> That's like. <laughs> You're not that important. He's like, he's literally like, nope, actually not true at all. Like Michael. You're inserting yourself in a storyline that's like not written. Yeah. And yeah. I actually really appreciated this because at least we were given some point of view for Michael. I, I liked this. I really liked that baked in element because it also allowed Karen to be like, kind of mad at mom again like you're martyring yourself stop doing this right and jamie lee's like he's coming for me and karen's like he is coming for her she's bait and then the officer's like no 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 michael never intended to get your house doc brought him there right and i and i like that i, I liked really it too i thought it was the most one of the most successful parts of the movie because yeah, it's a real-time realization for them yeah absolutely which is satisfying no so i, I really really enjoyed that because i think it cleared up a lot for the audience too um like especially yeah. me because it was up until this point me too up until this point they were floating so many theories about him which i i do understand is something that they need to do like they it would be weird from beat one if they were like this is who he is and he never where he's going but anyway yeah so we enter or lonnie weird dad new weird dad new dad number two he, of the franchise he's like um i'm gonna do this one on my own <laughs> yeah stay in the car stay in the car I got it. I don't need backup. I have a gun. He's in the house for five seconds and you hear a gunshot. Yep. Pop. He's done. Dead. <laughs> He's dead. Okay. He lasted five seconds in the house with Michael. And he does make a big show of it. I got this. In the okay. Car. Okay. Wait. I have to say this now because I forgot it. My favorite, favorite, favorite death gun-related yeah, death of the movie is when the sexy nurse, who we find out is actually a doctor and her husband is a nurse. I like. I, I was that. like, that Shakespeare was so Shakespeare wishes he could, like, with these, with these reversals. Anyway, she gets out of the car when she's fighting Michael. This is, like, way back, so you're going to be so confused. She gets out of the car, points the gun at Michael, and as she's sh- pulling the trigger, Michael, like, hits her hand and it swings around and she shoots herself. <laughs> shoots herself? <laughs> I laughed at that one. I thought that was so funny. It was like it was like a, a threes punchline. It was like boom kill, boom kill, boom on her. Yeah, pop kill. It was, it was so like, funny. The beats of it was a, it was a joke. It was a like, it was hundred percent a joke. That was a it was like set up set up punchline pop. Anyway, that was the joke. Yeah, yeah. It was so you're right. Back so funny. back to the end. But Lonnie's well, we don't know it yet, but we can infer that Lonnie's dead, and then. The two kids. The kids take take the house. They, they storm the house. This yeah. is where I'm saying that the movie can only work without cell phones because you would you would invariably call the 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 mob the top the whatever to be like hey like get over here let's let's surround and yeah I feel like walkies could have been cool walkie talkie action yes absolutely My, Michael a really fun thing Michael could hijack a walkie. Oh, yeah. And just, like, breathe into one. And they're like, oh, my God, we don't know where this is. It would be so fun. It's like the one person who, like, always holds down the talk button so no one else can use the privacy. <laughs> oh, just my hear... God. Michael does that. <sighs> yeah. Michael ropes down. Yeah. T- 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 tapes or ropes down the talk button so that That's it has a good idea, a actually. 
and then he breathes into and Milwaukee. And it, like, it like makes Jamie Lee Curtis go crazy in her hospital room because all she can yeah. hear is the breathing. So she'll it never know. It renders the walkies useless, which is what they've done with cell phones anyway. Right. And it's scary. And it's so scary. So anyway, so scary. they decide to go in on their own. Um, what's her name? The granddaughter. She's like, I've done this before. Yeah. Well, she doesn't say that, Allison. but she, she's feeling that way. And then yeah, they find um they find little John Big John staged. Right. In the room. So sad. We love He them. put them in a tender them. position. I thought that was nice. Oh, They're, a tender position and the, and the record's playing. And the record was playing. I thought that that was really sweet. I thought cuz he's he's kind of done some really, you know, not so nice setups, you know, pumpkins on people's heads or candy scattered about. This was a beautiful kind of uh, resting yeah, this was resting a, place for them. <laughs> this was gorgeous. You could um you could like make a painting of it. Oh, absolutely. It Probably in the house. Okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> moving on. So, Let's go, they are wandering through the house and yeah. he attacks the boy, right? Do they make it a point to say like Michael would always stand in this one spot in the house? Oh. They do that. I I don't remember if the boyfriend stands on the spot or not. Maybe he does. It's, it becomes this it becomes this this part That's I act- another thing they introduce. They introduce another theory. They introduce that this anyone who stands on the spot dies. Right. They introduce this theory that Michael, after he killed his sister in way, way, way back, stood in the window and just looked out on the and street. Just stared. And it yeah. became this folklore that Michael would stare out the window looking for victims. But then what they suggest in the movie is that he wasn't looking out the window. He was looking looking at his reflection. At his reflection. And that's where we get... Doing some self... That was his Mulan reflection. reflection, Who is that girl I see moment. Yeah. And Judy Greer has one, but... (laughs) Judy Greer does have one. She doesn't look quick enough. (laughs) (laughs) There's impeccable reflection work in this movie... Maybe I could have used more, honestly. But they're trying to they're trying to go with that theme too. So there's like a couple mirror. But there's I, some mirror. I, what I liked about moments. the reflection thing, even though it was pretty stupid, was that was <laughs> stupid in like the best in the best we way mean it in the best way because possible. it was like stupid. What they were trying to like lurch the train towards is that Michael doesn't. Michael is interested in Michael. He's not interested in other people. And like yeah, so stop. All stop of, inserting yourself in his narrative. All of this stuff that he's doing is not about the people. It's about him. So yes. I, I could appreciate it. I just think that it got a little bit lost in the sauce, <laughs> so to speak. A really thick sauce. A little, yeah, thick sauce. So, um, Yeah, so I don't know when we're going to get to mention this, but this was – we do go to 1978 one more time. This was like way back, I think. Mm-hmm. And we find out that Hawkins, because he's when Jamie Lee and him are having their date, Yeah, <laughs> we find out that he not only had the opportunity to try to kill Michael once. Mm-hmm. Which he blunders. He also in, which he blunders. He also intercepts Dr. Loomis's shot. Yeah, this felt like new information Again. to me that Dr. <laughs> Loomis was going to kill Michael. Was that like felt, set up an execution on the street. That felt new to me. That, that was new. And that's where it got Hawkins' backstory to me got ridiculous. I was like, I can believe he blunders it. Yeah. And then Michael stumbles out front. They cuff him, get him into the prison. Right. I can't buy that execution style Loomis is on the street. And Hawkins goes, no, and points the gun at the sky. Boom. What was weird about that scene? <laughs> Why or do what we they're, that? What, what they're... 
forcing us to ignore is that there were, I don't know, 70 other people there with guns. Like, it was just weird that one one junior police officer interferes and says no. And then everybody says, eh, maybe not. They're like, you're right. He's a, he's a person. Yeah. Let's get, just cuff him and get him out of it here. It was strange. I'm just thinking we didn't need it at all. I, I would have assumed Michael got out and got cuffed at some point. Right. Because we had 40 years of him in a prison. Well, so I, think I just to your know point, he gets caught. I think to your point, it's stronger that he had the chance to shoot Michael. He took the chance. He messed it up. But instead of... Yeah. Like letting that narrative come forward, he went with a different story. That on its own was more interesting and yes, more agreed. believable because it would make sense that if Michael is holding a body in front of him and you shoot, you 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 there's a good real like possibility that you're not gonna hit him. Exactly. I loved that so much for his character, Hawkins' character. And like, that's wow. real guilt to hold on to. That's he, true guilt. Because you've killed an innocent person. Yeah, he killed his partner. And yeah. Michael walks away and What's even more kind of like scary about that is like Michael leaves him there with like that that trauma, or as Jamie Lee Curtis would say, that trauma of trauma, yeah, <laughs> of having killed your partner and yes, that I was fine there. Leave it there. Yeah, I, it was more interesting. The, the addendum to that story made me die laughing. I was like, no, you're right. It no, was it was not. way too, it no. was too unbelievable. I, like I said, couldn't stop laughing. This was a straight up comedy for me. I guess so funny. Yeah. That's so right. So funny. <laughs> so. Okay. I wanted to go back there just to touch on that. But now we're kind of in the grand finale. This is straight up the grand finale. We are in Michael's old home. Right. And um, Cameron is the first to catch Michael's wrath. That's right. Or he's, he, they're kind of tag teaming. Well, Cameron he, yeah, gets, he gets him first and he's, he's messing him around. And the granddaughter is like. She's in another room, and this is a, this is like a trope in this in these movies. Is that like they're they're looking for Michael, right? And this is this happens to any duo pair group. You're in a silent house, and then you hear in another room, bang, 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 and, or like <laughs> slash, bang, and then the other person always goes, "What is that? You?" I'm like, "How about <laughs> runs there?" Yeah, it's like, may, "How about get out?" She was like, "How about leave?" She was like going through drawers, like looking through things. I'm like. Let's just assume yes, okay? Let's just assume that it's... Allison, get the fuck out. So get out of the house. She gets over to him, and it becomes like a two-on-one with Michael. And mm-hmm. Michael mm-hmm. pushes Allison. Is that her name, Allison? Allison, down the stairs. Downstairs, yeah. breaks... I assume she breaks her leg, right? I, I, I thought it was like a femur. Like the crack Something is heard. broken. Because she can barely walk. She can barely walk. Painful. Yeah, it's something. I, that was one of the scariest parts for me because it was like, that felt real. Like you fall and you crack a bone. That was that. No, right. It was like, that was one of those Scary. moments where it's like the scene in um, Black Swan. What was that movie with Natalie Portman? Is it Black Swan? Yeah, yeah, Black Swan. Where her, the ballerina movie. Where Natalie Portman slams the door on her mother, but it's just her fingers that get caught in the door. Uh, it's like those, crack. yeah, it's like those realistic like things. Because yeah. he does like some crazy things with the boy's body. He like puts him on a banister and spins his head around. It was like bleh. that was such fun too. Allison's look watching it all happen. It's like it's like Michael Myers is a showman. This was his He is the greatest showman. He was the greatest showman. And he is like, watch what I can do. Yeah. Bitch. He does set he this is. one up because he injures the boy so severely that He's clearly going to die, but he's not dead. And Michael starts yeah. walking down the stairs. 
And this, this, she's like, oh, well, whatever, Bonnie. And he, Michael's like, girl, I was just going to let him bleed out. And he turns around and he gives his, his head an old spin. And he's Another like, little twist twist. And he's like, you happy now? Like, you good? <laughs> yeah, we're done now with him. Stop. And he wanders downstairs. And it's like, it's like, Michael, Allison, Michael, Allison, Allison, Michael. Oh my God. Can she grab the gun? It's like, oh, can she grab a knife? It's, it's really scary. It's fun. Yeah. And right the moment Allison's like probably should die. Mom. Judge Judy. Judge Judy. With a pitchfork. Dabs him in the back with a pitchfork. Pretty good. Oh, wow. Cherry on top. And again, another one of my favorite tropes from these movies. People love to get one little knife into Michael and then celebrate. <laughs> Woo, we did it. We did it. She's like, she immediately runs over to her daughter, which I get it. And, but in that time, Michael's like, ladies, I'm Do, not you dead. Know how this works. I'm not I'm about dead. To stand back up. <laughs> and Ju- Ju- Judge Judy takes his mask off. We don't see his face. We don't see his face, but he nope. walks out and she lures him away with the mask, eventually like setting that. a trap. Liked that touch. This was a great scene. Um, this was a really two, good scene. Two surprises or like two really fun moments there. I love that she takes the mask, which I think, which is basically you're like taking away his identity. It's almost like he isn't Michael without it and he can't kill without it. So it's like a little rest. It's a resting yeah. of what's about to happen. Because what I think, so she takes I think the mask what they were off. suggesting with the, with the window scene is that like Michael is clearly struggling with who he is like it i think yes. what they're suggesting is like michael actually doesn't like what he's doing because he, he can't i don't lo- think he likes what he sees like, when he looks in the right mirror. he can't look at his reflection so it's almost like he's not gonna do this if he doesn't that- have the cover of this because he he won't be like he can't yeah, he'll can't be sick he'll be sick to his stomach <laughs> oh, can't believe it yeah so i loved this it was a nice resting of the game and it was a fun reveal that Judy Greer lures him away with the mask, puts it down, and she basically lures him to the mob. I, I didn't see that coming. And then my favorite line, cool. the, favorite line of the movie. Gotcha. <laughs> a callback to the gotcha, yeah. which I love. It was like a real callback to the end of the other one. And I really, I love that. Like, Loved it for her. I was like, thank God. Finally, they gave Judy Greer like a, a moment, like a full circle retribution moment. Yeah, it, for sure. Also, we thought. And this is what I liked about this scene in the ways that it, I had problems with her scene where she tried to help the, the the patient was that her plan works. Like she is able to lure him where, yeah. and she's a good actress. Like she does this good job, or I mean like a good actress in the scene with Michael by, she's good at portraying that like helpless yeah. sense like when yeah. he's chasing her she's so helpless she's acting that way um and i think michael you know he doesn't read that as strength <laughs> nope no no that was such a good moment and then we get the mob and they're like everyone get in get in here I, there's something cool said i don't remember it and then they all everybody gets a turn turns. now i did make me think getting i was like michael. this is really this is really like i don't know what this is about me but this is what if you remember from the first one i was like this is what i hoped happened to their dad <laughs> when i was like everybody gets a turn <laughs> i was like oh it was bad poor <laughs> guy yeah poor guy <gasps> poor Innocent. guy but yeah everybody gets a turn with michael 
And I am cackling. I am just giddy with glee. This is so fun. So I mean, fun. Okay. There's a knife. Shot. There's three bullets. He's, timber is smacked up against his back. Like, he's, he's, he's dead. He has to be dead. It's so good. <laughs> or at it's least paralyzed. Like, something. He was Million Dollar Baby like seven times during that scene. Break his leg. Let's see him limp over. Right. Nope. Nope. Okay, but but in the context of this scene, we are led to believe that he is dead. Sure. Right? Mm-hmm. That's, yeah, that's safe he to say. He goes down. He's- I'm trying to think what we're cross-cutting between because he does, we do get a fake out. It's like stab, stab, stab. So he goes that down. scene ends, Judy Greer leaves the scene and goes back to meet with back her daughter. And as yeah. she's comforting her daughter, we cut back to the scene where Michael is lying face down and there's... There's a, a moment where he grabs a knife, I assume, and gets right back up. Takes everybody out. This is a fun and scene. I enjoyed it. Was it. Fun. It's fun. It's like a, it's a flipperoo. And then it's like a real flipperoo. He makes quick work of all of them. And it's just one dead after the other. Boom, boom, boom. Tommy. Tommy's dead. We think. Oh, right, right, right. We think. I He's mean, stabbed. I'm Let's just say, say that. I know better than to say well, so-and-so's dead because I thought Hawkins was dead in the first one. No, you're right. So, you're right. And then we revisit him. So, um, yeah, I have to re- maintain a little bit of hope that maybe he's not, but it looks like he kills everyone, that whole mob. Right. Just slaughters them all and then beelines it back home. Because he just wants to go home. He wants to go home. And Judy Greer... He's like, he's I, like a Boo Radley character. Just let him sit in his dirty house. Oh, my God, Michael. Michael. So I just want to know what makes you tick, babe. So Judy, so he walks back home. Okay, yeah, he or yeah, we don't we don't actually know where he goes yet. But Judy Greer is sitting on the steps, and as the scene is a buzz, medical attention is happening, whatever. She decides to walk up to Michael's room because she had been told the story in the hospital that that Another is where the, it was a yeah. question of whether or not that window was for reflection or for looking out. And she stands there. Yeah, so she's there. like, I'm going to go see what he sees. Still in her Christmas sweater. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. It's like a poncho almost. A knitted poncho. It's, like, it's hideous. It's like they it, they gave her all this really serious stuff to do, but they were like tap dance. Yeah. <laughs> it's just it's just like silly. Yeah. But I didn't want her to go up. I didn't even understand why, but she goes up to go stand in the spot. I guess she thinks she's safe. She's like, the mob's got it. For sure. Like handled. she is assumed... I mean, when she yeah. left the scene, it was a point where Michael appeared to be dead. It looked under control. It looked under control. <laughs> Let's just say. Yeah. Yeah. She goes up, she stands on the spot, and like the last fun, scare, amazing, like what the fuck of the movie. Yeah. Michael. Right. Right behind I her. love this scene because she sees so him in her, in the reflection, looking back. Yep. Yeah. And. Yep. Yeah. I think similar to your discussion of just Tommy, though, she is stabbed, and that's how the movie ends. So, yeah, if she's dead or not, TBD. Yeah. But what's interesting though is that realistically, no one from that mob is going to be able to help her because they're dead. <laughs> they're dead. And really, the only people at the house are is her like her daughter. Who, yeah, and she's got like a broken femur. Yeah, she so. can't walk. She needs one of those like um, stair stair things where you sit in yeah. the seat and it takes you up. 
So they have to get an appointment for that and to get it installed. When they remodel Michael's house, they can probably put that <laughs> so in. So that's going to take a few weeks for her daughter to be able to get up the stairs. Yeah. And then like the last few images of the movie, I feel like it's like Judy Greer cut to Jamie Lee Curtis in the hospital just like Yeah, Jamie out. Lee Curtis is looking out of the glass in yeah, her reflection room. again. Yeah, reflection. Reflection. Yeah, they should have played Reflection, a creepy minor version of Reflection in the credits. That would have been fun. Yeah. What I, you know what, this happens a lot in like in a, in a three movie trilogy. Well, I guess all trilogies are three movies. In a trilogy, <laughs> the first movie, you get <laughs> all the, you figure out who your characters are. Then in your second movie, you kind of scatter them over the board. And then in the third yeah. movie, they come back together. So it's like, okay, I yeah, think this makes sense. Like at this point, our characters are scattered. Like, Jamie leaves in the hospital. Yeah. Judy is in trouble. Andy is literally what's what's her name? Allison. Allison, yeah, oh. the actress named Andy. Okay, uh, I'm excited. You actually just made me realize I hadn't articulated it this way yet. I think that there will be a time in the very near future where this is a one lot long movie. I think that movie theaters and people at home will just do one, two, three without stopping. Yeah. For That's sure cool. when this when the That's amazing. when Halloween ends, which is what they've already announced the title will be, I'm sure yep. that when that comes out, you will have the opportunity to like watch the triple it. Yeah. Yeah. Because they really That's there cool. is no there are no breaks. Yeah, because where critics would want to complain about this one, which I have read a little bit of complaining. Yeah. Um you just need to treat this as act two of of a of a movie. Yeah. So the first movie was act one. That's set up. Yeah. Like you said, this is cool. So if if I treat this entire movie as act two, the fun, which we lovingly refer to as the fun and games. Yeah. That's so exciting. So I'm excited for the third movie because that'll be act three. That will be the grand conclusion. Yeah. And this movie delivered on what it promised. It's called Halloween Kill. Kill. That's what I'm saying. Like, I think that... Like, wow. Just wow. There's a line. There is... Like when you're reading books, they will tell you that the first, you read I read books. books. They will say oh, sometimes okay. I had a professor tell me one time that the first line of the book will teach you how to read the book, not what it's about, but how to read the book. And what yes, this movie. It's all about that context. Yeah. And this movie teaches you how to watch the movie from beat one. It's like this movie is killing. A continuation. It's a killing. Like you will see <laughs> people die. And that is what the yeah. movie is about. Yeah. And like. It delivered. I, I thought really it was so good. fun. This was the most fun I've ever... This is the most fun I've had in a movie in a very long time. It d- absolutely delivered on what it was promised. It's super self-aware. It's referential. We see the old sheriff come back, Brackett, whose daughter Annie died yeah. in 78. Oh. It's referential without being too self-referential. Yeah. Each kill is grander, funnier, better. Yeah. Each, Michael Myers, each time Michael Myers gets up, it's funnier. It's better. Absolutely. I just... The self-awareness to me is what makes it good. I think that they just knew exactly what they were doing. They, none, none of this was like an accident. Yeah. And I couldn't have imagined, like I said, my predictions would have been more tame. Like everything I had predicted for this movie was like, it was like the 78 version. Like yeah. just real, 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 real. No, no, no. This is, this is fun and games. Yeah. It was surprising. It, it was surprising mm-hmm. to watch. And I think that that is something interesting when a movie yeah. can surprise you. I'm grateful. Like the, I'm grateful I didn't get what I would have wanted in a weird way. I didn't know what I didn't know what I wanted, but it just didn't give me anything that I could have imagined. Cuz here's why I think people will have a hard time with this movie, especially fans of Halloween, 
Because what the movie mm-hmm. is suggesting is that, yeah. okay, all the thinking you've been doing about Michael Myers for 40 years, you're wrong. It's like scrap it. You're wrong. Yeah, scrap it. But the new theory that they're positing in this movie is not so outlandish. Like they're not saying mm-hmm. Michael Myers flew here from Mars. They're just saying that mm-hmm. actually he wasn't interested in Lori. In Lori. Yeah, I've only done very little poking around, but I have heard that at one point in the universe of Halloween, there's like an idea that um, Lori and Michael are brother sister. Yeah, well, they reference that in the 2018 version. Yeah, do they? Well, so in the morning when they're walking and the girl has the bubble tea, the the granddaughter was like, yeah, my mom, my grandmom's Lori Strode and whatever, or whatever. And then the friend with the bubble tea goes, wait, wasn't Michael her brother? And she goes, no. It's like poking <laughs> yeah, fun they're poking it. fun at it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, hey, they already, they, I'm assuming they've exhausted that <laughs> line of thinking. That's done. And they're not incorporating that. Yeah, new take. It's a new, new take. take. If it's Michael fresh. is not it's going a breath to be relentlessly. Of yeah, because the 78 version, I was like, he is imprinted on Laurie Strode. For some reason, he is reminded of his sister and he's Laurie Strode, Laurie Strode. And what's funny but, you bring that up, though, is because you articulated this in the last episode we did. And part of your frustration was that he wasn't imprinting on the granddaughter. The granddaughter. At all. Yeah. And he, Why would he? He and, doesn't care about Laurie. Right. I think that's what the movie yeah. is suggesting was that like you are looking for the wrong thing specifically you okay specifically me you were wrong chanel. you were wrong chanel and they put that in the credits no. <laughs> <laughs> bitch chanel was wrong yeah i just am continuously the more we talk about it which i'm like yes i am more and more impressed like i'm just absolutely impressed with they doubled down we've already done the brother sister thing we're done with that this is a new thing yeah and they they kind of tease you they confuse you they want you being like wait what this reflection does he want Lori Karen thinks Karen's mad at her mom for constantly putting herself in harm's way yeah mom is like I need to die I need to martyr myself and it's like no 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 he just it's just Michael Myers yeah because what's interesting is that for 40 plus years the only perspective that this franchise has provided is Lori's and like what they're saying is that that is only how she viewed the events but that doesn't yes. mean that it's right. Like yeah. she still was a victim of these events, but the way sure, that she's yeah. internalized them doesn't mean that that's real. And I, yeah, I, story. I really like that. I appreciate this. It's almost so like they were more. killing your, like, yeah, your, your idea, your idea, or killing the idea that we've all had. Yeah, yeah. So I bet there are a lot of frustrated viewers. I bet. Yeah, I mean, and I understand. I did this kind of like backward, not backward. We picked like a timeline that works. But I would be really intrigued to do 78, then go do Halloween 2, like the very next one, because that one's a direct continuation of that story. Which takes place in a hospital too. Does it? Okay, cool. Yeah, I've heard. So I'm just like, yeah, if I want a different take on this, or if I wanted to see the Michael Stocks Lori narrative, like I I get to choose my own adventure. So the fact that these exist... Yeah. Um, is really cool to me. And I no longer am like, oh, they betrayed everything they built in 78. It's like, bitch, no, they didn't. They've just exhausted all these storylines and we're going to do one more and it's going to be fun. Do you remember the end of Star Wars, The Empire Strikes Back? Where... <laughs> Love that one. Do you remember? Okay, one. so remember at the end where Luke, um, 
his hand. Remember, he gets the new hand, right? And yep. he's standing on the in the spaceship with Leia, and they look out the window. And they're just looking, and they sort yeah. of like there's like a disturbance in the force. That basically was like the ending where Laurie's yes. looking out the hospital. I just yes. I'm just thinking about yes. it right now. It's like it's yes. the same imagery. It's like she they knew that some, this is Star Wars. Yeah, they this is Star Wars. They she knew something was wrong with Judge Judy, but like. She can't do anything about it in the same way she that like, feel it. they knew that Mother like in- motherly instinct. Yeah. Same, yeah. same thing. Wow. <laughs> it's the same movie. I, I think I'm going to go see this again. I'm not kidding. I think I'm going to go back to the theaters. I would, I want to, I go. think it would be fun to watch again. I think it would be fun to watch again, specifically, um, thinking about the transition with Michael and what we know about Michael by the end of the movie. I think it would yeah, be fun to rewatch great. it. Oh, I feel so good about like what we know about him now. I'm like, oh, this is gonna be good. Yeah. I just want to fast forward to the next one, but uh, next year. Next year. Damn it! God damn it! Yeah. So everyone set a, set a set a calendar reminder for yourself in one year. This was the best time. I want to say, if any fan of this pod, if any one of our ten fans <laughs> wants to go make a pie chart of every character in this movie and percentage wise break down how much screen time they have, I want to see that. I want to see that pie chart. I'm into it. Yeah, we can't pay for it, but we will take it. <laughs> we, can't, we can't pay for it. This would be volunteer only. Yeah. And I didn't ask you to do it. It's just like... You, you decided want. to do it. You... De- yeah, it's of your own volition. Yeah. So let me but know. But start now. Please start working on it, though. <laughs> ASAP. Yeah. So, I mean, I, f- I feel really good. That's like... That was everything. That was so much fun. It was really good. And again, I can't stress it enough. And I really want to repeat it. Go and enjoy Kyle Richards' performance. That's what I want to be my last note. Yeah. Like, truly, she blew me away. Yeah. I can't wait to see more of her in the last movie. I hope I she's in it. I think she will. Oh, I hope so. She has to be because they take her to the hospital. They're hosp- probably hiding it. They take her They're to the hospital hiding. and I bet you she's going. She needs to have a reuniting scene with Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah, I want to see that. I want Especially um, now that Tommy's maybe dead. Maybe dead. I want like a Harry, like, so, okay, the, we're all talking about the same thing here. Star Wars, Harry Potter. It's like the hero's journey. This feels very, I want the Harry Potter ending too. I want to see the trio at the end looking over the rubble. Yeah. However that happens, whatever the trio is, if it's Lindsay, Tommy, Lori, if it's Lori, Karen, Allison, That's what I, I want to see that. I think that, that the, what the movie has taught me is that... Don't guess. Don't guess. Because... Don't even try. The name of the movie will be Halloween Ends. And how it ends, I have no... That could just mean it's after midnight and it's November 1st. Exactly. (laughs) That's how I feel about that. Like, the evening of Halloween has ended. Over. Or, so I think, like, it'll be... I'm very curious to see the next movie. I can't wait. I can't wait. That was so fun. I've probably said that too many times. So fun. So fun. So fucking fun. Yeah, I mean, that's it. I feel good. Don't forget to we like. We killed rate. it. We killed it. <laughs> um, don't forget to like, rate, comment. The pod is now available on YouTube. If you're watching it here, comment below. Like, talk to us. This would be so fun. Um, rate it five stars, and we'll read your review on air. That's a promise, not a threat. That is a promise, <laughs> not a threat. <laughs> Get your reviews in early because I have noticed they take a little while to post. They do. I don't know why I would know that. That's weird that I would know that. But No, I know um, that because I've left reviews for other pods and it won't show up oh, for yeah. a while. Yeah. So get your review in now because if you want it to show for the next episode. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah. All right. Well, 
Bye, Steven. I mean, <laughs> these awkward, the goodbyes on this pod are so awkward. Because the, the audience is craving a goodbye, much like they're craving a Michael stabbing scene. Yeah, like a, like any good like Tennessee Williams play, when we, when we hang up this call, mm-hmm. we meet backstage and we discuss... Yeah. How 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 that night's performance went. Yeah, so we know you're looking for the goodbye, but we also feel awkward because we know we're just gonna keep talking. <laughs> but we're act I mean, we we can act it we can act it probably better than we could do it realistically. So we should just we yeah. should just do a scene where you say okay. goodbye and I say goodbye. Yeah, so I mean that's it for today. See you on the next one. Bye. 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 And then I'll go to hang up. Okay. <laughs>